Wow, we are halfway through NFL. Crazy. Uh, welcome back to Take It to the House. My name is Zach. I am joined with Thatcher and Tarzan, a.k.a. Elijah. We also have our very first guest of Take It to the House, Andrea Urban, who is a Fox Sports reporter here in Utah and as well in arena host for the Jazz. How are you doing today? Wow, I did not know I was the first yeah. guest ever. So yes. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Glad to take uh, take the lead here to be the first guest. Hopefully I don't disappoint. That's for sure. Of course not. Oh, we're excited. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be great. Uh, so just give us a little bit of background of what you do and how you got there and all that jazz. Yeah, all that jazz is uh, crazy because I now work for the jazz. So <laughs> I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago in a town called Geneva. It's about an hour west of the city. Um Despite me growing up in Chicago, I'm actually a Detroit sports fan um, because my parents grew up and met at General Motors in Flint back in the day. Wow. Um, so I'm a, you know, I grew up with the Chauncey Billups and Ben Wallace, 2004 mm. Pistons and uh, and just the Iserman's and the Red Wings and all these things. So um, I, I, I grew up around and in Chicago, but I was like a Michigan sports fan, which is why uh, what led me to go to Michigan State was to go towards all my extended family. And then pretty much just my parents were back in Illinois to do my dad's automotive job. But um, graduated from Michigan State with a four-year bachelor's degree in journalism. And then I always tell people this, when you're a student, take all the opportunities you can take because once you lose that student title, you now become a threat to anyone in the industry because you can take their job, right? So it's you graduate and all of a sudden it's just crickets and you're like, what do I do now? And so I drove out 24 hours across the country and started my job, sports reporting, weekend anchor for a local station in... Idaho. Pocatello, Idaho. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Idaho Patrick Falls. Research. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Idaho Falls, um, Pocatello. I was living in Pokey to be closer to Idaho State and uh, would drive up every weekend to anchor these shows in studio in Idaho Falls, which is just like wild that that was a part of my life. But you know what I did is I made the best of it. I convinced my Idaho boss to send me down to a jazz game. While I was at that jazz game working for Idaho, I met my current sports director and boss at Fox 13. And uh, he kind of was just like, oh, who are you? And I'm the girl from Idaho. And then we stayed connected. I did a story on Taysom Hill uh, that Fox 13 was like, we're looking yeah. for this kind of stuff. Because Taysom Hill actually grew up in Pocatello. Yeah, it's so wild. Yeah. Just, just, I mean, I followed his his pathway honestly so next up is the nfl for me but uh <laughs> no it was cool and boxer team brought me here in august of 2019 and then in my timeline of just working here with fox 13 um I've, I've just done well i've i've embraced it i've embraced the community and it led to the jazz approaching me at the end of the 2021-22 season um to try in arena hosting they literally were like, I know you want to go to the NFL, but why don't you give working for us a shot? And um, it's not reporting, it's hosting, but it's it's fun, it's exposure, your foot's in the door at the NBA, and I'm so grateful for that. So I've been doing that fully for like 
two-ish years. Um, and then I also do morning radio with Kber 101. It's a rock and roll station. And I just kind of come on and I do a little sports hit in the morning and also kind of be the female personality on there. So I am currently three jobs here in Salt Lake City, which is what makes this place so cool is the fact that like, like it, you can grow here. And as long as you like show them that you care and show them that you work hard, opportunities come because this isn't New York. This isn't LA. Like there isn't a hundred of me. There's only one or two that are really doing, you know, women in this city. So, um, it's been a great ride. I've been here for a total of four years and, uh, and yeah, there's still big goals and big dreams, but in the meantime, I'm grateful to be here. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, fun fact for you guys. Yeah. Fun fact. She did have an interview with the Dallas Cowboys. I do remember you mentioned this when you I did. I did this summer and it fell through. I've actually interviewed with since they all didn't work out. I'll just share. I've interviewed with the Raiders, the Broncos, the Cowboys, the Suns and the Magic. I've interviewed with all of those people, all of those organizations. Um, and they all fell through for different reasons, either them changing the role from an on-camera role to a behind-the-scenes role. Um, either one of them went through a talent agency, and I wasn't a part of that talent agency, so I was no longer considered. Um, also, some offered very low amounts of money, and I, you know, when you build your career and build your worth, you don't want to settle, even if it's this great opportunity. You also want to get, especially in today's world, like paid what you're worth. So, um, I learned about interviewing with teams and organizations and, and that's how I look back on it. And I'm just like, sweet, you know what? My name's in the realm it's out there. Yeah. And then maybe someone calls the Cowboys and goes, Hey, like, do you have, and they're like, Oh, this girl, but it didn't work out, but she's really cool. And, and that's just, you always are representing yourself. Your brand is always on. Um, and, and that's just kind of how it's worked out for me was sending blind emails, being connected. And then also people being like, Oh, I remember you, you should meet these people. And then it just grows from there. Yeah. It's kind of like, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Zach. Go ahead. You go ahead. I was just saying, what advice for us three college students would you give us all kind of wanting to pursue? I know Elijah's less wanting to do on camera stuff and more wanting to do writing and stuff like that. But what kind of advice would you give us three, you know, who want to pursue that kind of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's for me and you're probably heard some of this already, Zach, but it's just like, you're never too big for any opportunity. So even if that means like a local high school is like, Hey, come to our sideline and like, do this. You're like, no, like I want to do the Utes or whatever. It's, it's like, no, get on that sideline because there could be an assistant coach for so-and-so high school and they're connected to someone and they see you doing a good job. And so I just tell people, Take any and every opportunity, even if it means like running coffee and handing out stat sheets, like get, get your presence there because once you're there, anything can come of it. So behind the scenes I've done, I've worked in, um, in like sports offices at like Northern Illinois university, uh, over like my summers of colleges and stuff. And it was not, it was like compliance. It was not what I wanted to do, but I was there, I was there. Yeah. I was there and I've, I've worked at college. I've worked college game day in the little league world series as like a runner slash like behind the scenes editor and definitely not what I wanted to do, but I was there. So um, my advice is you're never too big for any opportunity. And also don't be afraid to just talk to people. Like half the time I get my best interviews or I get my most exclusive story is because I say to someone, 
hey, dude, like what did happen? Or like once everybody's done talking to them, I pull them aside and I go, would you want to talk just to me for a second? And usually the person, player, coach feels more comfortable talking to just one of you. So um, just don't be afraid to like ask the question. Don't be annoying. Like don't be, but be persistent. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see a lot of I work at Park Cafe down by Liberty Park. Yeah. And so all like that's where like a lot of the youth players go. So I've been really trying to use like my connection to get that because I see them all the time and like name like first name basis kind of stuff. So yeah, good advice. for Yeah, even like last year or yeah, last year, like I had Devin Kafusi like help me with one of my papers. Like I interviewed him for a paper. So I remember that too. So nice. He's so nice. He's such a good dude. I love him. Great dude, great interview. Um, Karene Reed is one of my favorite guys to interview on the current team, yeah. um, as well as Cole Bishop. I mean, the, the best Devon Vale too. What a guy, yeah. what a heart. Um, it just for me, it's like you're gonna have those athletes who don't wanna right talk to you. Um, and that's a part of the job. Like you're the media, you you are out to get me. But when you once you show these players, coaches, and staff members that like you aren't just there to like catch them slipping and you actually care about what they have to say, I, I noticed that when I ask a question in a scrum or in like a group of media members, like some of these players will give more longer detailed answers when I ask the question because I've earned that with them. So um just just always always be who you are uh, because it's just going to lead to, like you said, like someone doing you a favor and getting an interview for a paper. And then it all just goes from there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And kind of like going off to like the high school reporter thing, Ryan Kosteka, who reported for Park City when I was on the team. Yeah. He is now the Utah digital writer. So yep. yeah, I was on the team when he was reporting on us. So now they're going back to Cycles this year for the first time since 2019, which is kind of crazy. So it's exciting. Dude. So I might yeah, have to go. I might have to go because that's my alumni. So um, yeah, yeah. For the semifinals or yeah, semi, semifinals. yeah, semi. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So nice. All right. So now we're gonna dive into our real sports stuff. Andrea's gonna have some takes with us as well, which is really exciting. Yeah. We're excited to hear her takes. Cool. As well. Cool. I hope so. So some little quick college basketball has started, women's and men's. Biggest biggest headline from Monday as of coming out Wednesday. LSU was upset by Colorado. I think that's probably the biggest upset already of the year. Yo. That is crazy. And they just got Haley Van Dyke, too, from the transfer portal. I don't know how that happened, but Colorado just came in blazing. Kind of exciting to see the defending champs kind of go down the first game. Well, I got to be in Greenville, South Carolina for the Sweet 16 of Utah facing LSU and um, we're not going to ever blame anything, but those two late free throws just absolutely ripped all of our hearts out. Right. And, and, and she's going to redeem herself. Jenna Johnson's great, great athlete and amazing person. But um, sometimes things don't go your way, but the Utes out of anyone in that NCAA tournament were the only team to actually give LSU a run for their money. Mm -hmm. So to see another PAC 12 for now school Give LSU a run for their money. I was just like, let's go. Yeah. Oh, Angel I, Reese walks around like. Oh, yeah. I oh, just, I walked right by her. her on the sideline. Oh, my gosh. They're priceless. I Not walked your... right by her at the tournament. And I was about, I'm like 6'1", so I'm about as tall. And I just like, look, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, not that man. I'm not that I'm playing, but <laughs> I think the Utes, in all honesty, I think they would have won it all if they would have beat LSU. I think they honestly 
for sure would have. Yeah. Let's just, we'll get them back. We'll oh, yeah. Yeah. exactly. It's kind of yeah, funny. It, it kind of brings me back to when Thatcher, you and me and Elijah were just talking about Angel Reese and like oh, how yeah. she reacted. You guys remember that? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It was like almost a year ago. Oh my that gosh. So, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. And well, what kills me is when she wants to play all nice now, she's like, Oh, well, Kayla and I are best friends. I'm like, yeah. Oh, like you were so mean. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And also like, I, I get it. It's sports. Like we got it. Kayla Williams painted his fingers last year. Like, like we know what it said. Yeah. hundred percent, a hundred percent. But that's the thing though, is if you're going to talk the talk, like you got to be able to also like own it. The worst kind of friend is the friend that always dishes. And then you can, they can never take it back. (laughs) And, and I do think that Caitlin and Angel essentially did that with each other. So like, as much as we want to be like, oh, she's this, she's that, like, okay, it is sports too. And like, I'd be so bored if we were just like, good Buddy. job. Like, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Kind of like Utah's women's teams have stepped up a lot this year and last Especially year. But yeah, softball, softball especially, yeah. And- All of your guys' sports. It's insane the amount of lacrosse too. Like, yeah. they went on a run. Um, honestly, the only team, and I don't know if this is the transition, but the only <laughs> team I'm looking for more out of is the Utah men's basketball team. Yeah, exactly. Yep, agreed, agreed. I'm, I'm really bummed out that we play USC at USC because then we don't get to see Bronny. I would have really wanted to see Bronny, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah. The, hey, uh, Huntsman Center would have sold out. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. But, uh, I don't think it has in a long time. Yeah. Speaking of, Bronny, speaking of Bronny, he is getting a doctor's appointment to see when he's getting cleared to play. So he might it's be so clear scary. by that. That was yeah. so scary. I'm glad it's that all scary. Better. It's all yeah. scary because even Demar Hamlin like went and uh, sat by the spot that he like went wow. down in Cincinnati or whatever. And it's just yeah. it, it, this the the thing about sports is you sign yourself up to get hurt. That's mm-hmm. literally like actually Quentin Ganther, the um, running backs coach for University of Utah, was talking with him. And we were talking about just how banged up the team is and how Jaquindon Jackson is just dealing with his ankle and how oh, they fell God. on his ankle. Yeah. And how he's trying to be tough. And, and and literally Coach Q was like, when the season starts to when the season ends, we all understand that we sign our bodies up to be right destroyed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And well, that's just the name of the game. He was at Weber State just a couple years ago, right? He's only yeah. been with Utah a few years, but I was talking with him the other day because he came into Park too, and like I'm a Saints fan, so he loves Rashid Shahid. That's like Love. his guy. Oh Love. my gosh, Rashid was great too. I loved covering him anytime he we got a kick. I mean, the kickoff and the return. Oh, I'm just so fun. I would always be like, because I shoot my own video, I'd always be like, oh my, it's I have to get down to the end zone because here he comes. Follow him. Go. <laughs> you put on your sprinter shoes. Yeah, too. <laughs> but yeah, and then our number five Utah women's basketball team completely dominated Mississippi State Valley 104 45. Crazy. Didn't even know that was a yeah. college. Didn't even know that was a college either. <laughs> That's like but. the story of my life half the time. I'm like, they're playing who? Also, I mean, we don't we don't actually care, but Michigan State lost to James Madison. Oops. Michigan State lost to James Madison, and, and Michigan State was ranked fourth in the country. Ooh. And James Madison beat them in basketball in overtime. And I know Tom, Tom is always probably livid. So, um, yeah, even Barstool Sports did a whole thing about how, like, we're just, like, overrated and da da da, da. So well, James Madison is having a historic run, though, in football and in basketball. Yeah, That's their football team is undefeated right now, yeah. right? Beat be yeah. Utah State with ease yeah. this season. Wild. 
And they're not eligible for a bowl game. It's so stupid. Yeah, they're not even eligible for playoff uh, playoff rankings either. Yeah. So that's so kind of crazy. Weird. But and then for men's Utah cruise by Eastern Washington 101 66. That was cool. Yeah, because I would top, hope huh? so. Oh wow, well, <laughs> you already you already had the uh, Michigan State thing in here, but um, yeah, good transition. I, I expect I expect that Utah basketball team to cruise over Eastern Washington. If they didn't do that, I think Craig Smith would be seeing the door so um this is a big season for him he's now was his third year i think at the helm and i personally think you give two years to a new coach to get in apply their philosophy get a group of guys that are behind you and then move forward from there but i do think a lot of guys left when Kristoviak left and okay. uh craig brought a lot of the aggies with him and yeah. You got to also now take into consideration in these next couple of years, they were able to actually recruit Pac-12 caliber guys who want to be here. Actually, um, state champion and Alta Alta High School superstar Jackson Johnson just signed with the Utes. So, like, the future is bright with this team, but, man, I got to see more from these guys because I – I have more fun covering the women sometimes just because these girl these women are badass. <laughs> yeah, they're ba- they're badass too. Like yeah, they really bad- are. And, and sometimes I see it in the men. I'm like, you're a little soft. So, <laughs> well, and it sucks because like the last time I remember watching them in any March Madness was when was back in like Pertle Delon Wright days, and it's like, all right, we are past that. Like, yes. it's been past that kuzma's on like a kuzma. third deal and like and <laughs> man it's just like yeah 100 yeah, they almost won the they almost won the uh nit tournament 2016 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. something like that well and, and uvu last year too it's so crazy just like and even and we'll get to the nfl too with the amount of utah dudes that are in the nfl like even from yeah. like the local high schools and local it's insane it's it's insane and i i'm not from here and the amount of effort and work that i have to do because there's so many people at the next level representing right. for this state is 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 honestly insane to me so um this state is is develops develops talent I, it really does I mean, Elijah's got a guy on his team that I went to high school with. It's just wild yeah, on the Browns. Yeah. Like, it's yep. so wild. And I think well, a lot of people don't realize not only are we getting them from high school, but then even just college level, too. Like, they produce so many yep. high-level athletes. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Zach Moss, Tyler Algier, I, even Dalton Schultz. He's from Bingham High School. Like, it's just – it's. It, it Taysom Hill and Tyler yeah. Huntley's out there now. I mean, the list Puka. Oh my Jalen Johnson. Gosh. Oh my gosh. So Jalen Julian Blackman. Like yep. uh, you Cody Barton's to... up there too. Yeah. Cody Barton. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't keep I, I, I keep up, but I can't sometimes because I'm yeah, just like when like, I look at like crazy. the local news section, they're like, let's keep track of the Utah guys. And I'm like, list has gotten <sighs> yeah. so much longer, which is so cool. Because so I feel cool. like back in the day it used to be like Oh yeah, we have Alex Smith. Yeah, and that cool. was it. <laughs> Hang our hat on that. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but football is for later though. Let's continue basketball. <laughs> All right, <laughs> the NBA real quick. Uh, the Nuggets just continue to impress. Jokic oh is bagging a triple double against the Pels. We had them last night. You know, <laughs> we had them. We were right there, and then the third quarter happened. Yep. 
Uh, Harden fails to impress in the Clippers' debut. They lost to the Knicks, 111-97. Thatcher, you literally called it, too, dude. That, Elijah, we haven't heard your opinion on that because you missed our Halloween episode. But, yeah. like, what do you think about the whole James Harden thing? Because I Well, I think Daryl Moore. Daryl Moore. How do you, what's his Darryl last name? Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey, yeah. He handled it completely wrong. He drew, drew it out so long wanting, you know, Maxi in return and all those, you know, all the crazy stuff. So when that finally happened, you know, Harden is not, I don't, we don't know if Harden was practicing with the team or not to in, in, in shape. So for the Clippers, I think the Clippers kind of got fleeced in a way because you're getting Harden who really hasn't been anywhere near his, his old prime self for years. He hasn't been since no. the Rockets. He hasn't done anything since then. No. Um, and so giving all of that up uh, just for a chance to have, you know, uh, Kawhi, uh, Westbrook, and him all on the same team, and, and Paul George. That's insane. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I, like, I, mean, I don't want James Harden on my team. No, 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 no. no, no. I'd never. It's a cancer, I think. Yeah. That's what I was saying, and that's why when Zach and I went over the trade last week, I was like, any team that got rid of James Harden wins the trade because right. you get rid of – the locker room vibes because like he's just and then immediately they go get smacked by the Knicks and I'm right. like it's just we I we've seen Westbrook and Harden this is the third team we've seen them on together yeah. it's not gonna work the third no. time and then you think adding Kawhi who can barely play half a season and then Paul George who never shows up in the playoffs like that's just not gonna happen well you look at all the projects Harden has been a part of over the past few years none of <laughs> <Yeah>. them <laughs> literally none of them panned out <laughs> no it's been a mess. So, and in his post game press conference, he just thought so highly of himself, and he's like, "Listen, this is what I do. Like, what do you do, sir? Yeah. You, you haven't do done uh, anything. <laughs> yeah, you miss the playoffs or show that you can't do right. anything. In the playoffs. Right. Right. Thank you for your service. Did you, ever, <laughs> did you guys ever see the video of like Harden coming to the locker room, and then he just sees Russ, and then Terrence Mann's just sitting there, like, just uh, blank staring. I, I saw that. It's so awkward. And it's really like, awkward. I almost feel like I want to almost wonder if Russ is like again, man. He's just like, like he's just like, God damn it, man. I just don't feel like like I don't feel like they actually get along that much. No. Well, then I saw Dame and Jimmy, Jimmy Butler and Dame Lillard saw each other and and they embraced or whatever. But you know, Jimmy was like, check the bucks for tampering. Like, there's just <laughs> there's just so. Oh, this it's a business. I yeah. inter I was hosting the jazz game the night that Mike Conley, Jared Vanderbilt, um Malik yeah. Beasley, oh my like cleared our whole roster. So I was hosting that night and literally Mike Conley came out onto the floor one more time to like do warm-ups and like fist bumped everybody like he normally did. And he actually said in an interview after the fact that he knew he was already traded. He just wanted to come out oh. on the jazz floor one more time. And, and it was cool. Cause I got to fist bump him. And then uh, we had a video a hype video in the middle of the game. And all I hear in my ear, they're like, we can't air the hype video. It has all of them in it. Like, <laughs> The, the bench is now empty. We don't even have enough healthy guys to play this game. And we have a hype video that has the team that just got traded in it. And, and, and you know what? Right there was kind of my welcome to the NBA moment of, yeah. of, of like. It's a business. Yeah. Unless you're the face, which I mean, Donovan and Rudy also saw their way out, but like 
it's it, it, it's a business and you're going to move on and uh and it's just it's just quick i think as a kid you're like no my players for this team forever and it's like yeah. Nah. Well, and I think not only business, but just player mobility has changed so much. I think, especially since I think when it really started to change was when Braun left again, left yeah, Miami, I was gonna, I was say left why. Miami to go back to Cleveland. I think that's when, and then you saw immediately, you know, KD going to the Warriors and all this stuff. I think a mix between player mobility. And then I think these owners are impatient. And it's like, if you're not giving me what I want within the first couple of years, like, bye bye, we're shipping you off. Well, and there's a lot of one-year contracts now yeah. too. I know, I know we don't care about Boogie Cousins now, but he was the first to kind of take that one-year deal with Golden State, and it was just like, wait, what are we doing? And then I saw it. The I same thing remember. in New Orleans too. Yes, and then I saw and there was a player ACL. recently who's like really good, and it was so and so signs a one-year deal. I I can't remember right now, but it was just I, I'm kind of like I'm annoyed with that because it's like, how are we ever supposed to get anywhere? Right. Yeah. If it's like a one-year like lump sum deal. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I think, and then I know Jingles went to the Magic, right? He's mm-hmm. in Orlando. Did Crowder, maybe, was it Crowder that took a one-year deal? Is that who you're thinking, maybe? I feel like he took a one-year deal. Did he take one with the Suns? Oh, Milwaukee, yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm over here like... trying to get to know this new jazz team. So, <laughs> oh yeah, my like, gosh. Yeah. I think another good example is JaVale McGee. I mean, he's been everywhere since the last two years, last yeah, three years. <laughs> so, yeah. like, yeah, it's just it's crazy. But speaking of the jazz, jazz followed the Bulls again uh, as they continue to struggle. I think it's kind of a tank here for the jazz. I think that when trade deadline approaches, they might be making some moves or they're just going to completely tank for draft picks. Uh, we have a bunch of draft picks loaded. So, I'll take Larry Markman back. Uh, no, no thank you. <laughs> you can you can keep Donovan. I don't care anymore. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, wait a second. No, Lowry needs to be here. Um, you guys, the the issue right now with the Jazz, uh, outside looking in, of course, but as in as I can be because I went there a lot. There is not a leader. Yeah. On the team right now, uh, Lowry is a quiet leader. Yeah. I thought Colin Sexton would be the leader, but they keep switching him and Keontae George and Taylor Horton Tucker out, which THT is, hasn't been around enough to be a leader and Keontae's a rookie. And then Colin is kind of like sidelining when it comes to being a leader. Um, Walker Kessler's young. Ochai's young. And we love like a young team. We love Will, Will Hardy's young as well, but man, there is no like person yeah, I- taking control. Well, and that's why I think I think they miss Conley a lot because I think Conley was that guy before he left. Because when they shipped off Donovan and Rudy, that's where you're like, okay, who's going to step up? And it felt like Conley was the guy, oh and God. it's not. And I also I just I loved Malik Beasley for our roster because of yes. his, his three point shooting. The fans got behind him. The little shimmy that he did. I thought he was a great player for this team, but I also don't make the front office decisions. Um, yeah. I, I also am a little confused on like Taylor Hendricks situation and his injury and how he's now with the stars right now, but then he's kind of been out with the stars and Will Hardy's been talking a lot about, it's about getting game like live game reps. And it's funny because even Bryson Barnes said to us yesterday, like you can't imitate game reps. So however no. you can get game reps is super important. So that's what Hendricks and Sensabar are getting from the G league team. But, but there's a part of me that's like, that's our ninth pick. The ninth drafted him that high for a reason. Yeah, like what are where what who what yeah. So um, there's a lot to figure out, but they've shown glimpses of greatness, like their game against um, 
The Clippers, uh, right? Yeah, or, or Clarkson um, won it right at the end. No, Clarkson won it right at the end, but there was a one where they lost just, just, just on the last play of the game because of a bad pass, and it was insane. Um, it was a game that I was working against Orlando the Magic. Yeah, yeah. So I remember yeah. the back-to-back because David Locke came into Bill's class too. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, he's yeah. bringing all the weapons. David Swear. Locke, man, that guy could talk. Okay. Oh yeah. So can I, but it's just, it's just sad. Cause like, I think it's better for the state of Utah. Elijah's like, whatever, but it's better for the state of Utah when the jazz are good. I think Yeah, because, because it's the only like, team we all like. Yeah. Like, it's like, you can't, you can't, you know, when Utah's good, BYU fans are angry when BYU fan, but when BYU's good, Utah fans are angry. So it's like, but I think all of the state of Utah will collectively cheer for the jazz. And when they're good, you know, when they made those playoff runs and it's just like, it's so fun when everybody can be all in on one team. So it just really sucks right now that it's like, you know, to think last year we thought, all right, it's a rebuilding year. It's a right tank, get some draft picks. And now again, we're already to the point where like might be another rebuilding year. And it's just like, it, it's just wild. I mean, we close, uh, we, cl- we close to uh, making the playoffs last year too. I mean, we don't, we barely. Yeah. And well, out. Close to that playing game. Yeah. So. I don't think that they wanted that no. when they were, when they were resting, resting everybody, <laughs> every, everybody tanking. It's like, it's like the <laughs> amount of people on the floor. And I'm actually super happy with the extent like addition of Chris Dunn and like adding him. But, yeah. but even last year hit him, him. And then like Luca, the Luca Sarmiak, I'm not quite sure how to say it correctly, but um, all those guys, I was just like, who like, what is going on? And they um, still yeah, won. Two right. and six, two and six jazz. Yeah. And they beat the nuggets at the end of the season, um, which is like at the end of the regular season, which was just so crazy. And then we also, we, cause I'm on the team did also a great job when we were in Denver recently, like glimpses, right? It's just, it's just right. getting to that final buzzer. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Elijah, how are you feeling about your calves right now? Um, well, I mean, it was really our second game of the season with our whole starting lineup. Um, and mm. so, you know, facing the Warriors was a big test for us because, you know, they've been on fire. Curry's having, you know, having a career year again, you know, seems like he never ages. That guy. Um, he's insane. He's so good. Never seen him in person. So that was a, that was a treat to watch him play. Um, but, you know, I think when we're healthy, we're a top three team in the Eastern Conference. But that's the problem is if we're healthy. Yep. And, and, you know, um, I think if Mitchell, if if Mitchell took more of a leadership role in the playoffs last year, I think we beat the Knicks. And so hopefully, I think I, hopefully he kind of takes that on more um, if he wants to stay. You know, I don't even know if he's going to stay with us. But I don't know. I think I think we have. A, I was a, it was a rough start, but we're we're getting back up. Do you yeah. still think he wants to go to New York? Oh, of course. I, I, that's not <laughs> even a question. New York yeah. is where his heart is. You know what's yeah. embarrassing for me though is when they announce their city jerseys and they're showing all of these pictures of Donovan Mitchell jerseys, but yet Donovan Mitchell was not in a single picture wearing the jerseys. <laughs> it was just them showing Donovan Mitchell jerseys. I'm like, bro, yeah. gotta get Ooh, out there. Interesting. I do want to add. I don't know much about the the Cavs. Like, you know, 
fully here where I could just like converse, but I do like Darius Garland a lot. Oh, I love Garland. I, I like I him that. as an individual. He's actually, I don't, I know he's not leaving, but he's actually someone who I would want on a team um, because you want to talk about a guy who's, who's willing to give leadership yeah. a try. Yep. Yeah. It's him, the, yeah. He's not, a, he's, he's not so young to be really. that big of a no. leader, which is so right. wild. Yeah. 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 It, he gives young Conley like vibes. Yeah, yeah, especially when you lost Kevin Love too. Yeah, and then Kevin going Love, to the Heat. Yeah. yeah, that was a that was a big locker room loss. He wasn't, you know, contributing right. anything game wise. But <laughs> that's how I feel about Joe Ingles. Not, I mean, he contributed yeah. game wise, but Joe was a locker room guy. Everybody loved him, and how could you not? Yeah, yeah it's like everybody loving Joe Johnson when he stole in the Jazz. Yes, legend, Jazz legend, right there. Yep. So, um. Wasn't there a game last year, Elijah, where like Garland like had his eye like messed up or something, and he like tried to play while his eye was all like gross? Swollen. Yes. Yeah. 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 And he actually came back early from that injury too. I think he took a few games off, but he still came back early from that and tried to play. So he's a he's, yeah. a, he's a dog. I remember watching that dog. game, and his eye was all like it was nasty, it was nasty bro. It was so nasty. So. Um. If, if we want to jump quickly into college football, like just a little bit, and then I'm going to hop off here. Yeah, absolutely. Girls got to do the news, but. Yep. But uh, um, yeah, NBA real quick. The in-season tournament has yeah. started. So that's been going on. Group play has been starting. So ugly courts. <laughs> ugly courts. But Except the right. Jasmine. So, Jasmine's pretty sick, actually. It's kind of like this one. I got the Jazz jersey in, but. Yeah, that's cool. Those are cool. Yeah, I love them. But uh, all right, okay, college, college football, football real quick. The So I mean, that's your Thatcher and I are bozos. The college football playoff rankings came out literally after we recorded. So, yeah. uh, Ohio gotcha. State was one, Georgia is two, Michigan three, FSU four, Washington five, Oregon six, Texas seven. So, those can interchange at any point throughout the rest of the year. So, big, big, big kind of oopsies by us. But, um, but yeah, some notable scores is that Utah just completely demolished Arizona State 55-3. Uh, Bryson Barnes looked like he was the guy who was at USC, uh, but then we didn't see him last week against Oregon. But uh, Kansas State and Texas went to OT. Uh, it was 33-30. Texas edged out. Uh, so, And then our upsets, Army at Air Force, 23-3. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, 27-24. Yes. I think that was the biggest upset I saw. And then at UCLA at Arizona. Arizona mm-hmm. walked away 27-10. And then we got to talk about this. Uh, Washington, thank you for beating Caleb Williams and making him cry again. Thank you. I appreciate it. But, yeah. What do you guys – okay, yeah. What do you guys make of that? What do you guys make of that? Oh, you go. You can go first. No, it's okay. I want to hear – because I got to see Caleb Williams um, in Yeah, because you were there, huh? Yeah, and I've got to see him a handful of times too. I saw him during the the game last year on the two point conversion. I saw him at the Pac twelve championship. I've been around this guy, and uh, I just hate his energy and his <laughs> vibes. You guys, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt because I really do believe when you commit yourself to a game like this, to, that's why I'm a journalist is because every single one of these dudes have a story as to how they got to where they are. And like Caleb is on the biggest stage, but my God, you have a terrible attitude. Yeah, Do we think, that's do what... we think Caleb Williams is the next James Harden of the NFL? <laughs> James Harden NFL. I just, 
like I had to, I talked to my mom about it because she sent me the video of him crying and she's like, she said, she told me word for word. She goes, if that was you and you came up to me like that, I'd be like, get your ass back down there. We can talk later. So, um, but my mom has always been like the tough love type mom. So, um, I just, there's part of me that about this much of me that feels bad because I think that we put a lot of pressure on him and a lot of expectations on him. And I think it's just, it's like, I don't think anybody could live up to what everybody has built him up to be. And so I think it's really tough because you look at their defense. I believe the stat was like, they've allowed like almost like 400 points in the last six games. It's like something wild. Like they've allowed a ridiculous amounts of points. And so it's like, you can only rely on him to get you through shootouts so much. And when your defense couldn't stop like a five-year-old kid trying to run through, like, I don't know what more you want from him, but I wish that I think what really killed it for me is when he's been saying he'd only come out of the draft for five different teams and he wants part ownership in teams. I'm like, dude, what? Are yeah. You and his family talking? too. That's just, that's pushing it. Yeah. But what do you think? Yeah. I want to hear what he's. Saying. Um, so I'm actually, I'm a Caleb Williams fan. I, I think he is a. Oh my god! I am. I am. I. I. His attitude against Utah was not <laughs> admirable by any means. But I am a Caleb Williams fan. Uh, I think him crying. I know a lot of people are slandering him for it, and I get it. Kind of shows like a weakness, you know, in a way. But emotions. Yeah, but um, you know, I I put myself like if I was him and trying to win, you know, win these games and and putting my heart and soul out. Just to have the defense give up like forty plus points every single game, and and you can't really kind of like what you said, you can only get you out of so many shootouts, you know. Right. So I I I feel for him, and I still think I I think that um you know him being able to I guess to show that he's cares that much that he's gonna go cry to his mom on live TV and have the whole world I guess you know kind of mock him for it in a way. I think that's for me that's admirable. And, you know, I, I think he's – I personally think he's one of the greatest QBs uh, coming out of college. Well, I mean, the guy is so, so athletic and knows the game so, so well. Yeah. The amount of plays that he's avoided he's, the tackle and still executed the, right. the first down. I mean, I, I – it was early in the season. I watched, like, just like uh, – it was early on where he just had insane – like, mm. the guy's insane, but also there's a – bunch of other dudes on this team right and 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 this can transition to talking about utah but washington is so good they are so good washington is going to be so hard this weekend for utah because washington is a complete team that is comfortable in all facets of the game right now very similar to an oregon but even more like they beat Oregon (laughs) no I know so it's like you see this high scoring 52 42 game and it's like okay boo Caleb Williams but but look at Washington yeah what Michael Penix has done in the last Michael Penix so good so but it's hit the Heisman races between him and JJ McCarthy of Michigan so it's kind of crazy to I think for See me, that. I think there are more people in it, but I think because those are probably the top two right, right now, now. That's what that's your top two, yeah. I like your point though, Elijah. Like I do. That's kind of what I was trying to get at too. Is like I'm not a Caleb Williams fan, but like I definitely I think that the the slander is going a little far because I just I'm like this kid. Like he's a kid. Right. Like 
isn't it weird to think that like, he's like our age? He's literally our age. We're sitting yeah. here doing a podcast. Yeah. And he's out here winning games and being pub like on national TV every week. So, right. I, like, I feel bad for him to an extent. I think, I think it's smart that he's kind of stopped like the major yeah. talk this year too. Like, I just wish he would have done that last year. And his with, draft like, antics are they need to stop. Yeah, I don't like that, it's, it's and I stupid. don't like. I don't like the I'll only come out of the draft for these teams. Yeah. I'm like, nah, dude, you get picked where you get picked and you roll with it. But right. you know. Yeah. Um Listen, yeah. if he falls to the Browns, I'll take him though. I'm not gonna say no. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, and no. I think Caleb also shows a lot of glimpses of being an NFL quarterback. Like oh, I, yeah. I I I you, you very similar to like Tyler, not, I'm not comparing the two, but I'm saying like, when you see Tyler Huntley, like I thought that was a college quarterback mm-hmm. and, and his success in the NFL. I'm like, cool. We, we love that you're backing up, you know, Lamar Jackson. But, but when I looked at Tyler, I was like, that's a college quarterback. When I look at Caleb, I think this is an NFL quarterback. Yeah, yeah. for sure. 100%. Yeah, definitely. And I agree with all of you guys. Like, yeah, football, football is a really, it touches your heart. Like I was a football player and, I love the sport and it's like seeing that go away from me. I was like, it's heartbreaking for sure. And like losing was heartbreaking. But at the end of the day, you just got to move on for the next week. I mean, you still got a hell of a career ahead of you right now too. And especially when you're in that position as well. So I'm like, it's just the interview top fan in me, honestly too. So yeah, fair, fair. But he did do a pretty cool thing last year where he helped some Utah fans get to the Pac-12 championship game he nice. went out of his way to make sure that these fans were able to attend the game to cheer against him. So I think like this kid shows a lot of like promise. It's just like, you just got to rein some stuff in. He's got to just grow up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. What is he? Stop 19? Yeah. Is he really? 20? I think, I think he's, he's like 19 20. or 20. If he's younger than me, I might cry. Well, Keontae <laughs> George is 19 on the Utah Jazz, and I was looking at him, and I was like, you're 19, bro. <laughs> okay, he's 21. That's our oh. saving grace. What the heck? Oh, he's okay. my age. At least yeah. he can legally drink. That's okay. When's your, what's your, when's your birthday again, Zach? 24th of March. Am I older than him? <laughs> you are. Oh, man. He's born in November. <laughs> November what? What's his birthday? November 18th. Okay, November 24th. January, February, March. Yeah, you're older than Caleb Williams. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Now put the whole team on your back. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. um, Quick week 11 preview. Yeah. Yeah. Number 18, Utah. Yep. Number 18, Utah. At number five, Washington. We got Michigan State at Ohio State. So a little rivalry between you two. No, it's going to be so bad. It's going to be so bad. <laughs> little rivalry. No. She misses Kirk no. Cousins from Michigan State. No, no. I, and I miss Connor Cook, too. And that guy was toxic, toxic too. But I, uh, we just haven't had a in – the, in the, the what happened with the, the head coach and oh. Mel Tucker. And oh. and then you bring yeah. Mark D'Antonio back in. And, like, why are we going back in time? I thought the goal was to try something new. I, I have so much to say about that. But uh, I'll give you Ohio State this week. <laughs> <laughs> And then number three, Michigan. I love Penn State. And then our oh, last please, game, Penn State, please. <laughs> please. And then we got USC at number six, Oregon. I'm pretty sure USC is going to drop in the college football playoffs uh, tonight. So, yeah, that's our college football and NBA. We hey, are going to miss the I miss? game. Which one did I miss, sir? You know, only the game that's like, like all of us actually care about. Which one? Hmm. Utah Washington. Oh. I said Utah Washington at the very beginning, and then you skipped over it. No, I yeah. didn't. Well, we barely talked about it, but I kind of we kind of mentioned that it's going to be. I mean, it's also it's, a, it's also at Washington, so it's a top five team. 
it's it we, we said top 10 was Oregon at the time and it's like they're definitely a top that they came in here and showed exactly why they're a top 10 team well how about a top five right, right. yeah Yikes. do you think that you know I mean all of us could say something different but do you think that Utah does have a legitimate shot this weekend or do you think it's going to be really hard to keep it close no honestly I do I do. I like the team that showed up against Arizona State, and right. I liked and, and I had all the faith in the team that showed up against USC. But I watched them give up and roll over against to Oregon. Oregon. It lit literally just be Quickly. like. Oops. Like, and, and, and it's just as I'm on the sideline and I'm like, what, what are we doing? Like I'm getting fired up and I'm going to go in coach. Put me in, (laughs) sub me in. I would be honestly a great corner or a wide out. And it's just like, I got some length, but it's, it's just like, I, if Bryson Barnes continues to be this, you know, four touchdown passes career high, the run game was on the O-line was on. And when you got everybody working cohesive, that fires up the wide receivers to be able to to catch a manure McLean to reach over a guy's head. You see that kind of stuff because of what the run game is doing. You see that kind of stuff because of the offensive line. So, so if I, I do think we're in for a game because right now they're, they're feeling confident. Yeah. I think our defense too has looked, looked really, really good against Arizona state as they should have. But like, I mean, our corners just felt like I felt so confident in all of our corners, miles battle too. like, he killed it, and it makes me so happy to see. I think he got robbed of another pick, but you know, I'll yeah, take. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. But he did. he, he think, mentioned that too in the. Yeah, I think confidence. I think just going with confidence, and I think, like you said, just don't roll over. If you start, if it starts getting rough, don't quit. Just try to keep going because the yeah. Oregon game is so hard to be at. Just keep that consistency up. And the Utes are still in the running for the Pac-12 championship game. That's crazy. Now, I know there's all these things that need to happen, but last year, all the things happened for it to work. So this is very much doable. So good vibes and all the things. Um, But yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for coming on. It was so fun to talk to you. Thanks. Thanks. This was fun. I literally am like, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to hang out with these people. You're You're just in your natural field. For yeah. sure, for so, sure. Well, yeah. Well, and sometimes with TV, I also can't. It's it's very timely. It's like you have right. thirty seconds to say this, and then you have a minute to say this. And like the best part about a podcast is you get to chum it up, right. and right. and you get to kind of show your opinion. Versus news is very much like here's what happened, but I have no opinion. And right. and, and 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 girls got an opinion. So um, yeah, so great. Well, okay. I'll thank you guys so much. I'm gonna pop out of here let me know if you guys want to do this again hopefully yeah, for sure oh yeah you are work. always welcome back we love yeah, and we, this should be up by tomorrow and um I'll share it yeah for sure that'd be great because yeah Perfect. yeah because on tiktok we do good and youtube's hit or miss so okay great well i mean hey i got i got twitter and all the things and i can share it so um just let me know i'll be in contact with you zach and nice to meet all of you guys yeah, and yeah, you i'm too, out of here of course. okay awesome. hey, thank you have a good see, one. You. see you all right guys we're gonna take a quick break nfl and we got champions league games happening today last this is we're on halfway through group stages right now so kind of big last few games coming up for group stages and then we got some MLB, some NHL, and as well some, uh, I think that's it actually. So we'll be right back. All right, guys, we are back. Hi, Elijah. 
<laughs> but all right it was awesome having andrea on she is great yes. we all like her thank you we hopefully have her on again We're, next target is bill riley too so he's uh yeah we're watching you so all right so we got some nfl to go over she had to she had to leave so we're gonna do nfl now uh some recap steelers got a close win over tennessee and there's a night football Bills and Bengals going into offensive battle. Bengals come up on top 24-18. The Chiefs win in Germany by a touchdown. Ravens just completely demolished the Seahawks 37-3. Texans and Buccaneers, which is probably the most entertaining game of the week, went into another shootout. There's probably two shootouts this week. 39-37. Stroud threw for 470 and four touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Five touchdowns? Oh, because he ran one in, huh? So... And then Vikings won a close one with the Falcons, 31-28. Josh Dobbs did have to come in for Jaron Hall. He got hurt on the first drive with a concussion. And then the Cowboys came up short against the Eagles, 28-23. Crazy week. Uh, I yeah. think most most game notable game is probably Texans and Buccaneers. Like Stroud just completely went off. Yeah, in terms of like scoreline, too, when you look at that, you're like, wow, it was back and forth. Yeah, and he's, like, he's the rookie with the most passing yards since – He's he has a record now or something, but I don't remember the record off the top of my head. But yeah, Buccaneers mainly rushed, ran touchdowns, Baker through two, clean game from both sides. So um yeah. And then our week 10, before we go into our takeaways, Texans at the Bengals. So we'll see if the Texans stay red hot. Bengals as well. We got the Browns at the Ravens this week. That's the AFC That's North. Like- Rivalry. I'd, I'd say that's like game of the week for me. Actually, yeah. there's one more game that's pretty Because you have like a, an incredible offense going up against an incredible defense, you know. It's... Yeah. Yeah, they made some really big upgrades for their defense last year, and especially during the season last year too with Roquan Smith now. So, yeah. um, Saints at the Vikings. Doctor, I don't know how you feel about this game because no Kirk Cousins, no Jettas to what we know. So. All you need is Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. Yeah, Josh Dobbs is starting. So. We'll see. Broncos at the Bills. That's going to be Monday Night Football. I'm not excited for that game because I don't know how it's going to go because we are off our bye week and we just beat the Chiefs. So, and then we got the Panthers at the Bears. Thursday Night Football. I don't really like this matchup. Oh, name yeah. a more Thursday Night Football game than the, <laughs> the Bears and the Panthers. Broncos and Colts last year, dude. Like, yeah, or Saints and Cardinals that? last year. Yeah. Tell you that. First-hand experience. Yeah. Lions yeah, like at the Chargers. I think that'll be a good one. A good good offense and gets gets that against a good defense. And then the I would, Colts. I wouldn't reach and say the Chargers are a good defense. No. I would say they had a good defensive performance against Zach Wilson. Yeah. Colts at the Patriots. I guess no. Sorry, it's Colt versus Patriots because it's in Germany. So that's yeah, going to end the Germany if series. I'm, if I'm in Germany, I'd be like, what the. F- we just had such a good game. We had the Chiefs and the Dolphins, and now we have the Colts and the Patriots. The Colts have been red hot, though, dude. That's but the they're thing. not, like, exciting. Like, no, no. No. They're not, they're not our proudest export. If they had if they had Richardson, then I think it'd be a different story. But it's like Minshew Mania versus Mac and Cheese. Hey, like I will say, Minshew, like, embodies America. So if anyone's going to send anyone over, it's Minshew. <laughs> But he also could totally be German. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Germans and Americans, like, you can't tell the difference half the time. <laughs> Until they open their mouth. Until like, they ah. open their mouths, yeah. <laughs> but um, Dolphins, Rams, Chiefs, Eagles are on by this week. I say Rams. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're on the bye this week. So it's probably the top three the teams. People that I'm playing in fantasy literally have like four players on bye. Bro, I, lost I have by four players two, on bye. I lost by two points in fantasy last week because of stupid two attack of Iloa getting 14 fantasy points. 14. I lost, I lost by 50 this week. So. <laughs> I lost two. I lost. Okay. You know what? I have, okay. I have no room to talk because I lost to the worst guy this week. How much did you lose by? 30. Because yeah. he had Austin Eckler. I lost by 50 to the second worst guy. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, but let me read you my team, and then you can tell me if it sounds like a team that would lose yeah, by 50. facts. I feel but... like I have a way better team than they actually played. Okay, yeah, the, it was 120 to 74. Okay. Wait, so should we do I our had... takeaways first and then do fantasy? Or should we? Yeah, yeah, okay. sure. Um, sure. Real, real quick news. Daniel Jones is out with an ACL tear for the rest of the year. So Tommy DeVito is now the starter, but they just did sign Jacob Eason to the practice squad. So we'll see who he gets elevated this week. And then Dallas Goddard is out with a fractured yeah. forearm for at least four weeks. We are expecting him to be placed on IR as well as Stafford as the uh the Rams, the Rams, the Rams, the Rams. They just signed. Yeah. <laughs> Carson Wentz has signed with the Rams on a one-year deal for the rest of the year. So, we are kind of expecting Matthew Stafford to go in the IR, I feel like, at this and point. Kyler Murray is back. Kyler, Kyler Murray back. is back, and then Justin Field has had a second straight limited And practice. it sounds like he's probably back. Also, yeah. uh, uh, Cam Akers is out for the year. With yep, yeah, Cam Akers is out for the years right. with a torn Achilles. Oh, Achilles, yeah. So, you know, just like it's, it's just, one just or the normal, other. It's just normal NFL guys. It's one yeah. or the other. It's one or the other. Yeah. Um, so. Okay, takeaways. Zach. I feel like you should go last because you can only cover the whole league. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I want Elijah to go first because you got to go to Cleveland. Yeah. Yes. How, how so, was that? That was way. an amazing experience. Uh, we actually uh, messed up and got tickets opposite of the dog pound, but that was a blessing in disguise because the dog pound is only bleachers and opposite is real seats. So I'll take that Oops. any day. Um we got to see the the Amari Cooper touchdown where it hit off of his hel- hit off Bro, the line. Bro, I'm so pissed off. I did not play him this week in fantasy. Bro, he was amazing. He was so good. Um, so takeaway from that game, our defense is. I don't care if we're playing, you know, Clayton Tune in one of the worst teams in the league. NFL is the NFL, and seven sacks is seven sacks, and like like forty yards is forty yards. You know. Yeah, and, and he so, was wasn't he on the Pat Mac, uh, Miles Garrett was on the Pat McAfee show, yeah, today. Was he? I think so. Well, he was, on, he was on. He was on the. He was on the Kay Adams show. That might have been it. But he was stating like he's in his prime right now. Yeah. Uh, How do you feel you about know, that? Uh oh, a hundred percent. He's the best player. He's the best defensive player in the NFL right now. And I, I, I mean, it's. But when you look at his form, like in the entirety of his thing, he's he's second in sacks. You know, he's. If, I don't know. I don't even. I'm not even going to go over all the stuff because he is, that like first or he second in either category. Um, and then it was kind of cool because right after the game at the Cavs game, since he's a minority owner now, he was at the game and uh, they were doing the dog dog uh, dog barking at the Cavs game. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, our defense is still the best in the NFL. Um, yeah, next week's defense has been really good this year. Yeah, next week our defense is going to get a big test, and we should probably win this one if we want to go to the playoffs. I think that's it's kind of a crucial game for us. Watson, 
had some good throws. He had a clean game. He had a a pretty clean game. It wasn't perfect. He was still alligator arming a lot of passes. He was still off target and too slow with his reads. He was still not really sure about his running. But the plays where he was able to just let it loose and go, he looked like Texan Deshaun Watson. So let's hope that he, I, I hope that he continues that down that stretch because we didn't get Jacoby Brissett back. Um, and then as my final take, the Dolphins are frauds, straight up. The Dolphins are 100% frauds. Um, if you cannot, if you can only show out against teams under 500 teams, you shouldn't be considered among the best in the NFL. I don't care how much talent you have. It, it matters what you put on the field. So, Yeah. Um, I'll do the same as Elijah Rowell. I'll do two for my team and then one since Zach has to only do right. the league. Um, oh, sucks. Okay. So the Saints should have beat the Bears by more. And it's really embarrassing that. What was the final score? 24-17. So it's really embarrassing because. Your turnover, you were plus five. You had three picks and two fumble recoveries, and you won the game by seven. Against the right? Yeah. 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 Uh, It's really, it's really frustrating because the defense is is continuing to show up, and the offense still, like, it just looks still just off. Um, and it's just like I just don't know how much longer, like. That's a game that you should win by two touchdowns or more, especially if you're plus five in turnover differential, which means you're also getting like double the possessions of the right. other team. Yep. Um, it just and I our kicker is dog. Who's uh, your kicker? Blake Groupie. The Groupie. Yeah, a rookie. Uh, he's awful. Okay. Um, he missed a thirty four yarder or something like that homie hit a 55 and missed a 34 so you guys should sign robbie gould <laughs> i want to sign Max. like ryan stuck up or somebody like that like somebody better than blake groupie right now um so i just it's just it's just frustrating because i feel like we should be winning that game by more especially when you get three interceptions two fumble recoveries you should be doing more with the ball um what the hell Taylor I'll Swift, give you. There's a Taylor Swift reporter that got finally hired. I don't care. Why? I don't um, care either. That's just kind of whack. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> um, but then um, I, I'll give a positive thing is that, um, like, your defense is so good. Like, the defense is so good. And what is your problem? Just the Taylor Swift reporter. Uh, it's just so um, random. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't care. Um, but – Going off of that, like your defense had three picks and two fumble recoveries, and Paulson Adebo played out of his mind. He had two picks and a fumble, like a forced fumble and a fumble recovery. Like he literally with DJ Moore, like wrapped him up, punched it out, shoved him to the side, and grabbed the ball. Like it is just is insane. No so DJ Moore got me no is, points. Your defense is a top five defense <laughs> in the NFL. Um and so it just means that the offense has to show out. Like just do your job, bro. And like that's two F bombs I've dropped now because I'm just like annoyed with that you can't even beat the team by more. The the Bears are probably one of the worst teams in the NFL, and you let them be that close. So Yeah, we um, didn't have Terrell Edmonds either. Right. Uh but then my non 
other league take like my non Saints takeaway. Um, and I'm gonna steal this from Zach, but like CJ Stroud is so good. And I think I hope Elijah can eventually make an apology to CJ because um it's it's probably yeah, time for that. I'm but, gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you something right now. So I was sitting next to I'm, I'm pretty much every fan in Cleveland is an Ohio State fan. Right. So I was talking to, you know, because as that game was happening as the Browns game was going on. So I was talking to the person next to me. I was like, bro, can you believe CJ Stroud turned out this way? He was not this way at Ohio State. And, and, and exactly what I've been saying, you know, like his decision making was not, was not great. You know, his, he took too long. Um, they, you know, they kind of uh, reciprocated that. And then, you know, his, his um, IQ score on the test or whatever was the lowest of any player in NFL history is like a 20. So like when you look at all those factors, there's no way this guy is going to be a successful NFL quarterback. And especially when he didn't do anything with the best wide receiver core, arguably the best wide receiver core in, in college football history. So when you look at that from the outside, it's not, but I'm wrong. And CJ Shroud is going to break the Ohio state NFL QB curse. Yeah, he's yeah. insanely good, and um, he's on track. On track, and yeah. yeah, and I think you know. I also think too. If you look at their schedule, they have kind of a tricky schedule, but also not too bad. But he's so, doing something with nothing, really. Yeah, I mean, well, and I think I think that's harsh because I think his weapons are actually pretty good. But like think, when you, you compare, know, when you can like. When well, you compare, compare it to what he had at Ohio State is just not even fair. Or no, but even like, when you compare it to like, let's say, I mean, Tank Dell is a, he's a rookie. Mm-hmm. Nico Collins last year was year. probably he was a second year, but he was probably considered a wide receiver three at best on any right. team in the NFL. So you and know they, they still have Brandon Cooks. They still have Brandon Cooks too. No, they no, don't. Cooks is on the Cowboys. No, I mean like oh, they, last year they had last yeah. year they had him. Yeah, right. So I think when you look at it from that perspective. And and you let's say you put CJ Stroud on the Saints, he'd be on, insane. On the Saints, you put him yeah. on the Dolphins, right. you put him on teams like that. No, yeah, he's no, I agree, but I just think careful when you say something with nothing because they also have Dalton Schultz, who is a pretty damn good tight end, and then Tank Dell's showing out. Right. Um, but I think his O line is a big struggle, so it's just like, but it's just it's so impressive to me how good he's been, and like I think. He had a first couple good weeks, and people were like, "Oh yeah," and then yeah. like it's just he's only been going up. He had a, he had a little bit like two weeks where he was, you know, yeah, like he played the then, same and he yeah. played somebody else, but then played like Carolina. He's been going up, yeah. So I just I and I really like to see it because I think that he got so much shit before the draft, like and like I I, I agree with you, Elijah. Where it's like I don't blame you for like feeling that way about him. But like I felt so bad because before the draft, people were like, I don't even have him in the first round. And I don't even I'm like, okay, guys, but like let's just calm down here. I would have taken Stroud above Bryce Young. Right. Anyways. And I, I would have too because of his uh f- physical yeah. stature. Yeah, right. yeah. So like I just I don't know. It makes me happy to see I also have him in a fantasy league and I just traded for him in another league. So. Dang, dang, you're balling. You're balling right now. Yeah. So no one wants you know, to trade with me. It's awesome. Yeah, well, because your trade history has been kind of shit, so. Also, I Not think true. a lot of that, a yes, lot of that narrative uh, with CJ Stroud was perpetuated by Ohio State fans because we are salty that he did nothing with yeah. everything. Yeah. So I think, all right, yeah, this is going to be one of my takeaways. I'm going to make these really quick. CJ Stroud has been a better system than now than he was in Ohio State with Ryan Day. 
I do think wow. if I do think Ryan Day is on the hot seat right now. Yeah, but if they lose, he has a defensive head coach with. Yeah, but here yeah. yeah, was a first year defensive head coach. I don't know, right. but D'Amico Ryan's actually been doing a really good job with. Right. Stout. Yes. Right. So, but they he hired a really great staff, and I think he's in a great system right now. So if they had but if I, the Texans had Bryce Young, I think he was Bryce Young would be in that system too. Like they're pretty similar players. CJ Stroud would be doing more in Carolina than Bryce Young would be doing in Houston. Right. Or like, like Anthony Richardson in Carolina and Bryce Young in Col- in Indianapolis. I guess you could say the system in in, in Houston um fits him better, yeah. but I don't know if you can I don't think you could say the system because, is better. I think it's just right, a better fit. Because you look at Justin Fields and his college career is the greatest Ohio State quarterback ever, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. too there's a, there was a lot of pressure on Stroud in Ohio at Ohio whereas mm-hmm. I don't think in Houston there there's was nearly n- as much pressure. No. They're just ready to vibe with him. Right. It's like, yeah. and somebody's like, he's a tough draft pick. I'm like, the Houston Texans have had a top 10 pick, top five pick the last, the last four years. Yeah. So, literally. Like, yeah. So, literally. all right. That's one of your takes. But what's your other two? Um, I think the Bengals are back on track on where they left off last year at the AFC Championship. Joe Burrow's been looking really good now after their bye week. So, but Jamar Chase is day to day. So, we'll see what happens with that. So, yeah, he landed on his back pretty mm, crappy. I saw that. And it's, it's like an oblique injury, I think. Yeah. So, so but Joe Burrow still Dang got weapons obliques. with, yeah, Joe Burrow still got weapons with Irv Smith and Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. So, yeah. I think he'll yeah, be mixing okay. and mixing turn it on and mixing and Chris Evans too, even. So, yeah. so, and then I'm gonna steal this from Elijah. Cleveland's defense has looked number one since day one, since week one. So if they yeah, continue to play like this, and they want to believe it, they wanted to say yeah. the Niners were number one, but yeah, Niners are number are number two or number three at this point. Like, yeah. So those are my kind of top three takeaways. So also, uh, real quick, give me both of you guys. Give me your top three teams in the league. Right top now, top three teams in the league. Uh, right. I'm gonna say the Ravens are the best team in the NFL. Let's and go. Wow. I was gonna say that too. I'm gonna say that, despite me not really liking Lamar Jackson, you know, I'm he's I'm, playing MVP level he's right now. Playing MVP level football right now. Um, I would say, hmm. see, now this is where it gets tough. I think the Ravens are a clear number one, and I, I, I'm not gonna. I would say, just based on, uh, you know, record, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Although I do think they're beatable. I think any team in the NFL could beat them. And look at I'll Dem- go, look at what Denver just did. Like two weeks right, ago. Right, exactly. And then I'll go with um, – the thing is, there's no – the NFL this season is super weird because – There's no certain number three. That's what There's no certain there. number two or really three. Yeah. And you can – Well, and it, even the ones been, I feel like, cycling out. Right. The ones have been cycling out because the Dolphins – I would have said the Dolphins a few weeks ago. Yeah. Or like now, the Niners a few weeks ago. Or the Niners, right? I think – uh, Zach and I did a couple of weeks ago. They said, we said that the Dolphins were the number one team. Right. And so, you know, it's obviously it's an ever-evolving season. But when when you can have four teams from one division in the playoff picture, the, there's, there's a weird power structure yeah. going on in the league. So I'll say, the, I'll say Ravens are clear number one, and Chiefs and Eagles are debatable number two and threes. I was going to say the same thing, but I would put the Eagles over the Chiefs just because the Eagles didn't lose to the Broncos. 
Right. <laughs> there you go. No offense to the Broncos, but like, I think a Super Bowl contending team shouldn't be losing to that kind of team right now. Yeah. I mean, like, if the Saints beat the Chiefs, I'd be like, Chiefs down the rankings. <laughs> you know. so. All right, Zach, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to have to go Ravens, Eagles, and Chiefs right now. I think Bengals, the Lions are four for me. Yeah, I would say Lions or Bengals is a close four for me right now. Yeah, and can we just talk about how Josh Allen can can continues to still not win big games? Mm-hmm. Like you talk about, I mean, and we're all on the same train, so we don't have to like argue about it. But like, talk about the Dolphins as a team being frauds. How about just like the Bills? Like they are just like, and also sorry because I love you, Dalton, so much, and you're proving to be one of the better tight ends in the league already. But uh, like the Bills are not it right now. They're just not it, and. Like, they continue to not win the big games. And people say, well, they beat the Dolphins. Yeah, but the Dolphins have shown they can't beat anybody. Right. So that, that win doesn't mean anything. And you beat them in Buffalo. So I just think that the Bills are still frauds. Like, they we, they still are who I will continue to think they are until they prove me otherwise. And I was talking with my uncle, who is from – he lives in Wyoming, and he's a Josh Allen guy. And he's like, who do you think wins the Super Bowl? I'm like, I can't tell you who wins the Super Bowl, but I can tell you, like, top five teams – and I named five teams, and none of them were the Bills. He's like, no Bills. I'm like, they have never proven to me that they can be at that level. And and I I say that every year at the beginning of the year when I see the Bills and like the top five betting odds to win the Super Bowl. Like, never what are you guys thinking? You yeah. know, I think Sean McDermott's starting to become the main problem now, though. To be honest, but I don't know. They have some. They have. I mean, Diggs is not a good locker room presence. I no. you know, no. it's they're, they're, the whole organization's a mess. Because um, I think Josh Allen is still really good when he when he plays well, but like I just don't think McDermott's the right guy. And he's him. still, but he's Allen's still so careless with his turnovers. I, I think agree. he has the most turnovers by a quarterback in the NFL since entering the league now. Yeah, it's been. Pretty he, he's passed up Baker, so you know. And Zach Wilson. <laughs> hey, Zach Wilson's taking giving a run for his money though. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, Zach Wilson's been on fire until last night. Oh, okay. Um, um quickly, MLB. Guardians got a new manager, Stephen Vogt. Let's go. I'm so pumped. Um, and uh, Council signed a five-year, $40 million contract with the Cubs of all teams. Uh, and a weird, weird turn. And Carlos Mendoza is new manager of the Mets. Um, so uh, things are starting to get crazy. Uh, the Guardians and the Mets both did interview Council. Did not go to either of the teams that interviewed him because probably his contract was insane. The Guardians in their history have only paid six players 40 plus million dollar contracts and they're not going to make the manager the seventh, you know? So I think uh, the Cubs is, I don't think the Cubs was the right choice, but it is. Wow. And Texas Rangers are World Series champs. I know this is kind of real. Wait, now, did... nope, we didn't cover it. They oh, hadn't, well, because they hadn't won before we game four. Game four was the day we recorded, and game five. Oh, happened the next day. wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, Dude, yeah. it was awesome to see, to be honest. Like, and now just like now they've left an executive club of like four teams that haven't won a World Series. Um, you know, anyways, I told my mom that I was that the Mariners were the only team in the MLB to never even go to a world series she's like even the a's did i was like yeah she's like the a's were like great in the 70s right she, well and then <laughs> yeah well, it was a ricky she, henderson she said somebody else she said um oh my gosh i can't remember she said somebody else and i was like yes they've been and won 
like even cleveland <laughs> even cleveland um yeah but no nah, it's super cool and like cory seager is like the real mr october right now i mean homie's insane yeah he and, won world series mvp bobby boucher yeah. third wing no fourth ring because he has three at the giants All so right. i believe you oh are you talking about the manager mm-hmm Oh yeah, you said that really quickly. I you thought said, you were talking about yeah, Corey yeah. Seager, and I was like, I thought you were talking about the Water Boy. I was like, bro, what's he talking, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> but no, man, it's it's really cool, and like, it makes me happy because it's just not the Astros or the Dodgers. So like, and hey, you know, like I think the Diamondbacks have a lot to to hang their hat on. Like they they had an amazing season, and I think if they can do that that quickly, like. Their future is very bright. So, and it and doesn't I heard hurt a lot Diamondback of Diamondbacks fans too much because they won it 25 years ago. Well, and I heard a lot of Diamondback fans were like, you know what? If we're supposed to lose to anybody, like Rangers, cool. No. So, I think, I think that World Series was better for the sport because it's just new, new teams. So bad for ratings, though. It was the least watched World Series in MLB. History. I think it's because, unless you were a fan of either of those teams, you didn't care. But there mm-hmm. also, there's no storyline for any of it, you know, right. besides the, Rangers never winning a World Series, but hey, right. but Seager has a ring from the NL and the AL. Yeah, so same. No, Scherzer. Yeah, Scherzer has one too. Scherzer, Scherzer, Because he won with the Nationals. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, nah, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, now I'm just gonna cry myself to sleep because the Mariners aren't getting there. But you know, mm-hmm. who? Okay. Uh, okay. Give me your top free agent want. Uh, in for the for your teams. Shohei. Cody Bellinger. Shohei, Cody Bellinger. I'll say Jorge Soler. Oh, I forgot it was a free agent too. I'm going to say Shohei because I also think the Mariners have a real shot at Shohei. So. Yeah. Everybody has athletics have a shot at Shohei. I don't want he is not going to go there. I don't. If he goes there, kiss me on the cheek. What if they get him and that one kid out of Japan who's like on fire right now? Oh, gosh. Oh yeah, he's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hang on, real quick. Uh, hang on. I need um, real quick. Sorry, I just want to see the other MLE free agents because, like, my only answer right now is Shohei. Um, you're talking about that Yamatomoto kid, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's insane. He's wild. Uh, I also want Josh Hader. That's another big one. Blake Snell, Cody Bellinger, Nola. Blake Snell might. They extended him an offer, but like a lot of the guys, yeah. I mean, I think I I'll still stick with uh, ooh, J.K. I changed my mind. Guriel. Ooh, yeah, that'd be a good one. Oh my! Now now that's the thing. That's going to be hard to get get prime away from Arizona. Mm. I think, but like, I think if the right offers there, I think he would take it. He's he's probably going to be what you wanted Teoscar Hernandez to be. So, um, so I'd say Jordan's Guriel, and then obviously Shohei, because who wouldn't want Shohei on their team? Um, me, just kidding. Yeah, you wouldn't want Shohei on your Here's, team. It's too much money. He's already thirty years old, and he can barely pitch anymore with his injuries. So, so uh, Alice Cobb, who has a club option, and Michael Conforto coming back to the Giants for twenty twenty four. Sean Manea, you guys. Yeah, Sean Manea, um, declined, so he's gone. 
which I really don't care. Uh, by the way, I'm when I was looking shocked. at MLB rank free agent rankings, Lourdes Gurriel was like at 13. I was like, girl, you gotta get him up there, bro. Dude. He's well, insane, by yeah. the way. He got He's a qualifying so- offer too, I think. Did so he? if he doesn't, let's just say if he doesn't go to the D-backs, I fully expect the Mariners because especially when you lose Tay Oscar. I like, think I think between the Mariners and the Guardians because the Guardians need an outfielder. So yeah, I'd, so I mean, Solaire might be incredibly expensive out of our budget, you know. So well, and plus the there's like been rumors of the Mariners and Guardians with J Ram too, right? Yeah, I heard some of those, Nothing's but I don't. Th- I think J Ram's gonna stay. Yeah, J Ram. But is. I think for me. Now the Mariners have money too. I'm like y'all like aren't really paying that many people that heavily. So go out and get someone. They should be aggressive because you don't yeah, want to waste Julio Rodriguez either. No, and you have JP Crawford playing as well as he did this year, and you have Cal Raleigh. Like you got and you got Castillo and George Harry Kirby. Ford is in the minors. Yeah, I, Harry Ford probably, should be in the majors. Yeah, I, we should put him at DH, or we can just have him rotate with um, Raleigh. Because who's your yeah. backup right now? Uh, Tom Murphy. Oh, he's old. He's like thirty six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, but no, I I think the Mariners should come out because I think if you look at it too, they were really only a couple games away, and who did they lose out to? They lost out to the World Series, eventually World right. Series champs. So, if you were only a couple games away, go make some moves. Go make yeah. some moves and be aggressive. But then again, don't be like the Guardians because we were a couple moves, we were moves away, and we yeah. released both of our big free agent signings within like the first few yeah. months. So, well, yeah. just don't go sign a, a Colton Wong, and I'll be all right. Sorry, God. Colton, Colton Wong goes Wong to the Giants. I'm gonna just bandwagon the Braves this year. What? <laughs> what? That's I... so quick to be like, I'm just gonna bandwagon. Nah, this that's team. wild, bro. That's so no, wild. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, Dad advice. Dad advice. You want to do? Do you want to give any soccer updates, Satcher, or nah? Nah, I don't have time. I gotta. My soccer update is that I have practice soon. <laughs> That's my soccer update. But hey, our major league soccer team is going to do the game three. That's yeah, happening on Friday. Last night. I'm so happy. Yeah. I'm so happy that I actually went to that game and we won. I was yeah. like, I was gonna be so pissed if we lost. So, um, um all right, dad advice, um. I think we've kind of run out of data advice. Have we have? Yeah, we're like, we're we, like might, we have to come. We have to come up some with some new for next episode. I agree. We definitely do. I asked. I asked Thatcher what his Halloween traditions was last week. We changed it up a little bit last week. Yeah, but what? the thing is, is, I don't have Halloween traditions, so I literally said nothing. Does anyone have Halloween traditions? Zach does. What's a Halloween tradition? I watch Scooby Doo with my best friend and drink beers all night. The movie. Yeah, like no, like the cartoon movies or the cartoons. Okay, yeah. not the live action ones. No, those movies are awful. Oh no, 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 <laughs> no, no! I will not take that. Slander. Not are you challenging me? <laughs> I want a duel. You know, I'm like man. <laughs> nah, dude, you cannot say that, dude. Those movies are absolutely. Those movies are goaded, bro. Okay, with freaking before... Scrappy Doo becoming like a giant, giant ass monster. I understand. Okay. I, I do understand that tradition though, because like when I was just, a kid, I used to watch Halloween Town. Real quick, real. can we just talk about what happened between Tottenham and Chelsea? Real quick, I don't quick. even know what happened. So, Elijah, dude, I'm gonna get on your ass for not following Prem. Like, honestly, it's embarrassing, bro. I haven't even been following Liverpool. That's also I just I just don't care anymore. That's embarrassing. They're honestly dude, probably like the best of your sports teams, and you're not even following them. 
Right. Two red cards. Am I wrong? They're in third place right now in the Prem. I don't know their record. You're an embarrassment. He's a fucking disgrace. <laughs> I will quote Arteta. That is an absolute disgrace. Oh, my gosh. I, I am embarrassed how <laughs> the hell this goal stands. It's embarrassing. I, I come to you begging for help. Please. How often do you practice this? Uh, every day. Every day. <laughs> I just go, you're, you're fucking disgrace. <laughs> you are not up to the standards. That's your motivation? A fucking disgrace. <laughs> Embarrassment. Embarrassment. I think I'm this is our final segment right here. Yeah, it is. definitely is. For but... help. Yeah, well, dude. Arteta is... I I, dude, him. he was pissed on Saturday. Well, he should have been. Yeah, yeah. he's an absolute embarrassment. Absolute. How the hell this goal stands. Yeah, the generation of stand. Fogging disgrace. Yeah, Elijah, uh, two red cards. Two, two red injury, cards for Tottenham. Two injuries. injuries. No, I thought it was three. No, two injuries, two? two red cards, and then they lost 4-1 to Chelsea, and there were like four disallowed goals in the game. What? <laughs> Because the VAR alone, intervened. The first half alone, there were six goals scored, but only two of them stood. See, that is why. And this is the history of the Tottenham. That's why soccer is not fun to watch anymore. Dude, this is a horrible of weekend of soccer. I will tell you that right now. Yeah, this is the history of the Tottenham. I'd rather Liverpool be last place and not have VAR than Liverpool be in third place with VAR. That's, That's how much wild. I need VAR. Damn. I only... Beef with VR. Well, I mean, I have lots of beef with VR, but at the part, but the problem is, is if we were to just get rid of it, then you'd be like, "Where's the review?" So see, but that's the mindset we should have never instilled in the first place. Yeah, but it's in literally like every other sport. So, but you yeah. don't have to be like. We're talking about sport. the fogginess standards here, guys. <laughs> Absolute disgrace. Jeez. But hey, Shakhtar beat Barca. I was fine with that today for Champions League. So, but Shakhtar Donetsk. <laughs> Yep, facts. But we, we're gonna end it here. Um, not a lot. We just don't want to talk about soccer this week. It was just such a bad weekend for soccer. Don't just, even have time. That's the problem. That's also that too. But it was really horrible. We talked about Thatcher soccer. Yeah, fucking standards. Yeah, you got to practice. You little coachy coach. Absolutely, grace. Uh, Thatcher and I will be watching our respected teams in Champions League tomorrow during our class because why not? So, Barker, Barker, Barker uh, Braca and Real Madrid and Sevilla and Arsenal. So that will happen as the episode goes up for hour before. But next week, uh, same old business, just the three of us as usual. But it was really nice having Andrea on today. She's a great. Yes, and Bill Riley, if you're watching this, you're next. You're next. Dead ass, you're next. <laughs> Yo. Yo, I will talk to you. No, I will no, talk no. to you on Thursday, sir. We can't threaten the man. No, we can't. Can't especially threaten. when Zach doesn't even go to his class half the time. Hey, 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 I went, I went These are the both standards. times. It's an absolute disgrace. I went both times last week. I'm so proud of you. Would you like a I'm medal? going both times this week because I have to shadow him on oh, Thursday. I'm so proud of you. How did he actually allow you to shadow him when you're being when such you a bad student? When you don't show up to his class. I know. I know. These I know. are the fucking standards. Yeah, my fucking standards joke. A fucking is a fucking his standards. His standards crazy. are his standards lower than my standards for Liverpool. They must be. It must be. Which ones are which ones worse? Me with Liverpool or Zach with um, Bill Riley? Bill with Zach, surely. Whoa! Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs>
their standards. They I wasn't so paying low. attention to my soccer I'm team. asking for help, please. <laughs> All right. God damn it. This game's so all track. <laughs> okay. But... Thank you for joining. Take it to the house today. Um, please, I ask you for help for viewership. Um, it's an absolute disgrace that we are at six views per video. We need to raise the fucking standards of this football club. Thank you.